Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hi, Dustin Hawkins with here from Penn Live. I've got your four Penn State talking points for Tuesday, May 31st, and we're looking back on the main news from last week. Had a couple odds and ends that are worth bringing up again to bring you up to speed. First and foremost was kickoff times and television information as the 2022 schedule starts to come together. The first domino to fall was early last week. Penn State playing at Auburn will be playing on CBS for the first time in, I believe, 22 years. That's a 2.30 p.m. local kick time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Remember, Penn State beat Auburn 28-20 in a Beaver Stadium whiteout last year. This is the second end of a home-and-home series. We also found out that the season opener at Purdue, no surprise, on a Thursday, September 1st. That will be an 8 p.m. kickoff. Penn State, Minnesota, this could be a big one, 7.30 p.m. kick at Beaver Stadium on October 22nd. The home opener against Ohio will be a noon kick on ABC. Central Michigan, the kickoff for that one is still to be determined, but it will be on BTN on September 24th. And Northwestern, October 1st, will be carried by ESPN. Once again, no time uh, release for that one yet. So you're looking at all these things, and you do have some questions now, and this talking point is, is uh, kind of prominent right now, but who will be Penn State's whiteout game? And my logic on this one is something's got to give. Some sacrifice or compromise has to be made. You have probably the, the best night opponent, Minnesota, right now on October 22nd. That was the 7.30 p.m. kick. There's a very, very good chance, though it hasn't been released yet, that Penn State, Ohio State at Beaver Stadium will be a noon kickoff game. Uh, Fox is carrying that one. They're ticketed to have a World Series game later that night. They like to have their prime game of the weekend as a big noon kickoff game. Penn State, Ohio State looks like it probably will fit the bill. Again, nothing official on that one right now, but it begs the question, would you rather have a whiteout against your best opponent at noon, or would you rather have a whiteout at night and all the good things that come with that against an inferior opponent, which could be Minnesota, you know, under the night sky? You have the contrast, the dark sky versus the white crowd. You also have uh, uh, at, at daytime, not a lot of contrast there. But again, it's Ohio State. Will it have the same effect at noon as it does at night? That question could soon be answered once we get some confirmation that Penn State, Ohio State will, in fact, be at noon. Still borders on speculation, but it's very educated speculation at this point. Uh, The other sort of big occurrence last week, freshmen added to Penn State's roster. 
Uh, you had a couple other number changes, including Keandre Lambert-Smith going from number 13 to number 1. You've got uh, Nick Dawkins going from 66 to 53. You also had five freshmen who enrolled in May, uh, got their numbers, got listed on the roster with their heights and weights, and they got their positions formalized. First is number five, Cam Miller. This is a guy that uh, Terry Smith, Penn State's cornerback coach, loves. He's six feet, 175 pounds, played for a state title winner in Florida. Really versatile piece, does some damage with the ball in his hands. Listed as a cornerback, could play a a variety of different uh, roles for Penn State's defense. And Terry Smith, once again, loved Cam Miller and said that he wouldn't be surprised at all if he plays in year one. Number eight is wide receiver Tyler Johnson. He's a three-star from Virginia. Number 13, this is an interesting one, is Christian Driver. Uh, He's from Texas. There were some talks going through the recruiting process and the signing day process. Is Christian Driver a wide receiver or is he a safety? The minor surprise here is he's listed to start uh, his Penn State career at cornerback. So that's an interesting one. He's a very instinctive, very skilled player. Uh, They seem to like him at cornerback. I think you'll have to see him get a little bit more foot speed and develop a little bit more in the strength and conditioning department before he's really ready to make an impact, but he's an interesting player there. Number 66 is Drew Shelton, the best offensive lineman in this class. He's 6'6", 275. And number 97 is punter Alex Pachetta, who will be one to watch as he go into training camp. He's going to throw his hat right in the ring there uh, for the starting punting competition. One other number change that I didn't touch on, Christian Veyu, the redshirt freshman quarterback, uh, goes from number 9 to number 11. Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Curaleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Also last week, Penn State missed out for now, anyway, on a top in-state target, Rodney Gallagher, uh, the four-star from Laurel Highlands High School, Committed to West Virginia. A lot of the writing was on the wall there that West Virginia was going to be the pick in the in the week or week and a half leading up to his commitment date. He announced last Wednesday that West Virginia would be the pick. Uh, he had a top eight of Penn State, Pitt, Texas, Virginia Tech, Oregon, West Virginia, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State. So a really good list of schools there. Ended up choosing West Virginia. He's listed at 5'10", 160 pounds, very, very explosive athlete. Looks like he's ticketed to be a wide receiver at the next level, but he's athletic enough that you could see just about anything in his future. He's listed number 101 overall. He's the number nine athlete in the country and the number two player in Pennsylvania in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Said this before, I'll say it again. I wouldn't expect to just uh, for Penn State to fold and, and give up on Rodney Gallagher. I think that pursuit will continue. He said he wanted to be part of a new foundation, a new future for a program. West Virginia kind of fits the bill there in the second year under Neil Brown. Uh, Penn State, remember, does have the number one player in the class in Javen Williams, the offensive lineman from Wyoming. They also have the number three class in the country. One other note to touch on, uh, Penn State in the 
uh, transfer portal rankings. This has become a thing. You know, the transfer portal is not getting smaller. It's not getting less important by the day. It's becoming a more and more important part of college football. Penn State had three guys listed in the national rankings for transfer players from 24-7 sports. Number 31, Damian Robinson. He's that talented edge rusher from Maryland, was considered a five-star prospect coming out. He played in 13 games for Maryland last season, had 19 tackles. Uh, you can see him considering that talent, a little bit of college experience at the Big Ten level, and Penn State's need for defensive linemen, specifically defensive ends, edge rushers. You can see him making an immediate impact in year one. Number 105, Mitchell Tinsley from Western Kentucky. Monster season for Western Kentucky, which was one of the most pass happy offenses in America last year. Over 1,400 yards, 87 catches last season. The Penn State coaching staff has raved about him since he arrived in January. It looks like there's probably good reason to believe that number 105 among transfer players, when the dust settles on this after the 2022 season, we could be looking back on that one as him being a very underrated transfer. Just not a huge name, not from a big school, not a former five-star, nothing like that. But there's good reason to believe he fits very well in Penn State's offense and has a big year um, wearing that number five jersey. Last but not least, number 152 is Hunter Norzad, the offensive lineman from Cornell. He is a third-team All-American uh, at the FCS level, uh, according to Phil Steele. He was an All-Ivy League guy, uh, experienced, played tackle. There's good reason to believe uh, with him that he could move inside to guard and make an impact there. Penn State definitely needs experienced bodies on the interior of the offensive line. If you include Juice Scruggs moving from guard to center, three new starters in those inside spots. Hunter Norzad will contend for one of those starting jobs. You also have uh, Landon Tangwall, talented redshirt freshman. You also have Sal Wormley, who James Franklin has said was ticketed to be a starter at guard last season before he got hurt. So if you have Hunter Norzad at guard and those guys are as good as the Penn State coaching staff hopes and believes they are, then I think you might have something on the inside of Penn State's offensive line. All three of these guys seem to be good fits for the program, and they, they arrive at positions of need. And I think Penn State has done a good job of sticking with those players that either they know or they believe uh, are good fits that they do some background work on. These guys look like they'll fit. A um, couple of those guys for sure have chances to exceed those expectations and rankings in the fall just because of, of the way that they seem to fit Penn State's program and the fact that they're arriving at positions of need. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere you download podcasts. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.